Hi, I'm Eliza Cece, and you're listening to Like the Dove Podcast. After almost a decade of being immersed in and teaching New Age practices, God opened my eyes and heart to follow Him. Now I help ex-New Agers and new believers in their walk so you feel encouraged and less alone. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, sweet angel. Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I really want you to kind of just buckle in with me because I have something that I want to share that is just burning in my heart that I want to talk with you about. And that is the number one mistake I see ex-New Agers and new believers make when it comes to reading the Bible. So before we get into that, I really want to share a little bit about my testimony about coming to read the Bible. So just to give you kind of a little bit of an understanding, my feelings about the Bible are very loving today. It's the time of the day where I feel so connected with the Lord, where I love reading my Bible and Um, just for any inspiration of anyone who might need it, who is struggling to read the Bible right now. I'm currently on my 453rd consecutive day of reading the Bible. And if you have known me before I was saved, you would know that's a miracle. That's truly a miracle. Um, That is a gift from the Holy Spirit. I know that I am being encouraged and inspired to love the Word of God from God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit every single day. And that is what brings me to my practice of consistency because I have never been consistent, Uh, especially with new age practices and practices I did beforehand. It would just be like, oh, I would do it for two days and stop. I would do it for one day and stop. I would want to do something for 40 days um, because that's like a number in the new age that they cling to of like do 40 days of this meditation or whatever. And so I would commit to that. I would get to day 11 and I would stop, you know, so the fact that I have been consistent for 453 days is such a blessing. And I am so grateful. And I'm only sharing this with you to encourage you and inspire you and know that this has nothing to do with me It has everything to do with God. And so the, when I was saved, um, one of the very first things God conv- convicted me to do was to get a Bible. And that was that set me on this whole path of um, lots of feelings and emotions about the Bible. Um, I didn't even know that I really had because I was raised mostly secular. Um, we stopped going to church really early on when I was a kid. Um, and you know, there wasn't really much talk about it. I never, I don't remember even having ever been gifted a Bible from anyone. Um, and so I'd never even had one in my hands before. Um, and so I think that that was something that I was like, okay, I don't even know where to start. And so when I Googled what, what Bible to buy, I realized that there were all these translations, And so I, you know, researched the one that felt the most resonant for me. And I set out and I bought my first Bible. And that is when it started to get um, real. I started to be convicted by God, like, no, you need to start the Bible. And you need to 
you know, do a Bible in a year plan, which I did and I completed, which I feel really grateful for. Um, and then since then I have been doing, so I know sometimes people want to know the plan that I do currently, and I have committed to reading the full New Testament four times this year, so one per quarter. So I'm just about almost finished with that. In a few days, I'll be finished with that, and then I'll be starting again. So each quarter, I'll be reading um, the New Testament in a different way, and so that has been really fun. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to DM me or message me. I'm happy to chat more about what I'm doing and um, that feels really fun. But yeah, I got my Bible and I started to read it and then all these feelings of feeling insecure came up. Like I was embarrassed to tell my husband. I would put my Bible away really quick when he would come in the room and he'd be like, I totally know that you're reading the Bible. It's all good. You know, don't be ashamed of it. This is who you are. This is what you know, God is telling you to do, you know, it's okay. And I felt so insecure about that for a long time. And uh, now I don't feel insecure or embarrassed by it. I feel actually embarrassed that I felt embarrassed and insecure about it back then. But I know that that was just God, you know, confronting me with the thoughts and the experiences of my past and um, shifting that to how I am meant to be different in the world now and in my life now. And so that's just like a little bit of my Bible testimony. Just wanted to share that with you. And now today I am just such a, a, I'm in love with the word of God. I didn't realize it till I was talking with a friend last week how passionate I am about it. And there are so many things that I have, you know, moved through and learned about how I was relating with the Bible when I first began to wh- what I believe about it and how I see it now. And I'm really grateful for the way that God just really does work on our hearts and help us to grow in how to relate and love him. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're someone who wants to read the Bible, but you're stuck on what translation to choose or, um, you know, where to start reading the Bible, I'm going to be creating like a whole series around Bibles, Bible study, how to start, where to start, um, you know, more uh, questions uh, or like things that can trip you up when you're first beginning. So keep uh, listening on and on the lookout for future episodes about that. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, you know that I'm always here for you. And to please, please just reach out to me. I would love to be able to support you in any questions that you have. So yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with the Bible. It was the very first thing God convicted me to do, and I'm so grateful for it. Um, I went from feeling embarrassed and insecure, um, feeling embarrassed that I was even going to buy a Bible, embarrassed talking with the person that I am the most open and feel no judgment from, my husband. And that's how I can really see now how big of a deal it was. that I was feeling insecure with Chris. I was like, I'm not insecure with Chris over anything. And, and we really do have an open communication and, and sharing. And so the fact that I was feeling so nervous about that really showed what a deep grip, um, 
the New Age had previously had on or just maybe secular life, you know, that our, we're living in a post-Christian society and that um, being a Christian and being open about your love for God is kind of like looked down on. I was so afraid of judgment from other people or what people would say, um, considering I was, you know, previously doing and living, you know, a very like sinful, idolatrous life and, you know, being a teacher of those things. And so just the way that God has convicted me and, and um, inspired me to really feel so convicted and, and you know, passionate about my love for God's word and who he is and learning the more that I read the word of God, the more that I truly am building my relationship with him and knowing his character and, and who he is that makes me feel even more grateful to be saved. So I wanted to share that with you in hopes that it encourages you or inspires you to just, you know, if God is telling you to go get a Bible, do whatever you can to get one in your hands and reach out if you feel like you need support with that because it's one of the subjects I love to talk about the most. It's just so fun to, you know, have people be getting a Bible and reading it and understanding God through it and all just the beauty of, um, yeah, everything that comes into your life after that. Okay, so now I want to step into what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to be talking about the biggest mistake I see ex-New Agers and new believers make when it comes to the Bible. Okay, we're taking a quick little break here to invite you into something really exciting and new that I have created for you. So if my Venn diagram were to be um, <laughs> shown to you, it would be my first circle would be like all about glorifying God. And then my other circle would be about being of service and support to women who have specifically been coming out of the new age, who are baby Christians or have just been Christians for a shorter amount of time, like under five years, and just still struggle in your faith and feeling like you don't know how to use, you don't know what words to use, you don't know how to talk about it, you feel insecure or vulnerable, um, sharing the depths uh, and the importance of what God is showing you and doing inside of you you know, turning your heart of stone to a heart of flesh, you know? And so I really want to be able to create, I've been thinking about this for a long time and I've been praying on it and I didn't want to rush it. And so um, God has just been super clear with me that to create a program, so it's going to be two months long, working with you for four sessions and just really being able to give you the time, space and support that you're looking for. Um, I know that when you're coming out of the new age or you're a new Christian, we feel like we have no support. We feel like we have no one in our life who we can talk to about our experiences. And you certainly need help finding your way towards authentically sharing your new life path. And so I've created a new coaching program um, where we can work together. And my intention is to just deeply, deeply support you in the questions and the resources that you're searching for that you feel overwhelmed and can't find. Um, and just being together and being able to use, find your words and use your words in a way that 
you feel like you aren't safe to do with anyone else. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to show notes and I want you to click the link and contact me so that we can talk more about this. When you reach out, there's no pressure. I'm not one of those weird new age coaches that pressures you to sign up for something before you've thought about it and prayed about it. I want to make sure that this feels like a really good fit for you. And just so you know, I'm only doing this for up to 10 women. Um, and there's going to be a super discount. Um, my coaching is usually around $500 a month, and this is $350 for two months. So I want it just to make it accessible and available to the women who feel like they really do need the support and accountability and help in taking everything that God is doing inside of you and help you to do something with it. So if that feels like you, please reach out and I love you so much. And I'm wondering what you is coming into the front of your mind. I'm one I'm so curious. And if it ends up being the same thing that we talk about in this episode, I want you to reach out to me and let me know. And if it's different than what you expected, I want to hear what you think um, maybe the biggest uh, mistake might be from ex New Agers and new believers when they pick up the Bible. Okay, so drum roll, here we go. <laughs> um, I believe, and this is from my own experience, um, just seeing you know people doing this and um, definitely catching myself do this because I would see people, um, I see a lot of like uh, gifs and memes and reels and TikToks of people doing this and um I just feel so convicted that it's something that we should really be not be doing. We should be stopping this. And so the number one mistake I see people making is that they're using the Bible as a divination tool. Have you seen this? And so I want to explain what I mean by this. But um, yeah, I just want you to really feel into this. Is this something that you do? Is this something that you see other people do? I know I've seen a ton of reels with people doing this where they're having a challenge in their life or a struggle and what are they doing? Instead of going to a tarot deck, right? Like they would in the new age, they'll go to the Bible, they'll open it up to a random verse and they'll say, this is the, this is the word God has for me today. And I just feel like it's such a dangerous way to come to the word of God. And I think it's something that we should really, um, if it's a practice that you do to really, you know, stop and think about it and go within yourself and, and say, okay, hmm, I wonder why I'm doing this because I'm relating to the Bible, the word of God, like I would have related in the new age to a tarot deck or to angel cards or to a pendulum or, you know, like whatever kind of divination that you may or may not have done or seen other people taking part in in the new age. And so that it's, I am just really feeling like God was showing me like, no, 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 this is not, this is not like a good way to be connecting with my word. And so I really just want to challenge you today to think about if this is something that you do. And if it is something you do, why do you think that you're doing it this way? It's one thing when God 
is speaking to us through our Bible plan or whatever passage or verses that you're reading through the day, and they speak to you, right? That's why we call it the living word of God, because that's how God talks to us, right? And one of the many ways that God talks to us is through the Bible. But it's completely different when you are thinking about a question in your head or have a challenge that's going on in your life, and you're like, God, show me you know, speak to me. And then you open the Bible to a random page and then you, you know, draw your finger down to the correct verse and then you open your eyes and then there's a verse and you read it. I truly, truly just want to challenge you that if you have been taught to do that, to think before you continue to do that again. Because I think it really damages our, and puts a wedge between us and God when we are, still in the phase of our, you know, of seeing what our idols might be and, you know, kind of uh, shifting from new age into new Christian and thinking that we can um, build our relationship in the same way we did, but with different practices. So instead of going to a tarot deck, you're going to the word and you are kind of demanding from God that he speak to you um, right in this moment. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today. I wanted to have a short and sweet episode where we could have an honest conversation about this. And I'm curious from you, what do you think about this? Do you think I'm wrong about this? Do you feel like, yes, 100%, I see people doing this and I don't like it. And I'm not trying to be divisive or judgmental at all. It's really just coming from a place of when we come out of the new age, there is so much for us to unpack about who we are and who we were previously until God made us brand new. And I know when I was saved, it it was a multi-layer, uh, multi-year experience of really being challenged by God to change what I thought about everything. And that's how I really do understand now when I read in the Bible where it's talking about how you are completely different person. Like God creates you a brand new you and you are, you think differently and you have an outlook on life that's different and all of your practices are different and how you relate with others is different and how you speak and how you want to dress or relate in your relationships is different. You know, it's so beautiful to be a brand new you under Christ, right? And also it requires us to ask so many questions of ourselves of like stopping and then kind of putting a little space between the practices that you did before and who you are today and and really questioning and, and give your, giving yourself that space to say, hmm, why am I doing it this way? Why is this happening? Why am I triggered when someone challenges me? about this or ask me questions about this and to really just feel in your heart and then pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to come to your right conclusions. And I would also love to give you a solution. So if you're a person who does this practice currently and you feel like 
you're feeling convicted to not relate to your Bible like a divination tool any longer, that's amazing. And I'm really happy for you. And I hope that you do kind of dig deeper into why that might be happening for you. And there are many solutions that we can lean on to receive the support that we're deeply desiring. Because when anyone is using their Bible like a divination tool, what's happening? You're really just trying to find the answer. You're, you're desiring to feel closer with God. You're desiring to have a conversation with him. And so what I would suggest is if you are relating with your Bible like this currently, what if you decided to lean into prayer, right? I think um, when we're doing this, we are really desiring that relationship to get stronger for us to be able to hear God, for us to want to feel closer to him, you know, all these things. And so one of the best ways that we can feel closer with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit is to pray. And I think that there's a lot of fear that can sometimes happen um, when we're, you know, an ex-new ager, a new believer, or just we've been a believer for a while and, you know, maybe we just feel stuck, stagnant, um, dry in our relationship with God. And that happens to everyone. That happens to all of us at certain times. And so it's completely normal to, to feel these things. And so um, one of the things that you can do and that's available to you and that's free and that doesn't require you to even have anything at your disposal is to just sit and be in prayer. And one of the things that I like to do is just sit and have quiet time and close my eyes and be um, just imagining that Jesus is right in front of me and maybe he's touching my heart or he's holding my hand and I am just talking with him about what it is that I'm challenged by or what's going on in my life. And of course he already knows he does. I don't need to explain it to him, but when we're in relationship, it's a two way street in conversation. We, we share and then we receive. And so I think that when we can start to bring prayer into our life in a more meaningful way, in a more, um, everyday way, you know, we're, we're sitting and we're having like five minutes every morning with Jesus. Um, that really builds the relationship and that really builds your confidence in being a Christian and knowing and trusting and believing that God has your back and is there for you and is listening and supporting you and loving you. Um, even in the times where you feel challenged or hurt or sad or lonely and you don't feel like you feel him. The best thing you can do is to go to God and share with him, share your heart with him, talk about the things that are happening for you and say, you know what I was doing, I realized now that I was doing it in this way and that wasn't working. And you know, if there's a, you feel like there's a reason and you feel like maybe you need to repent, you know, absolutely do that. But then also just be, you know, in this space of open receptivity, open heart, to the Lord and see what he has to share with you. Um, one of the practices that I've been doing during Lent, um, because I feel like during Lent, the, for, the 40 days, you know, where we're, we're honoring Lent, like the 40 days that Jesus is in the desert, right? I find that those 40 days, like all of Lent leading up to the Passion Week, um, that feels very, like I always feel very quiet 
with the Lord. And so what I do is, is, and I've been doing this during Lent, is just like praying and talking with him and then just, you know, just being in like this meditative place. So I might have like a scripture memory or a verse that's on my heart and I'm just sitting there with God, you know, asking him to really help me to understand like this verse in a really much deeper way or how understand, you know, a little insight into what is going on that I might not be understanding in my life yet. Because like God has the full picture of our lives. He has the full picture of what's happening here on earth. And we only have like a teeny tiny glimpse. We have our experiences, we have our past, we have what's going on for us currently, and we have our dreams for the future. And so when we can just lean and trust into that God is doing things in our lives that maybe we don't understand, but that um, we're building our faith within, that can feel really reassuring. And so whether you sit and you just have some meditative, quiet time with God and just knowing that Jesus is there right with you, that's wonderful. Another way to do it is to do your prayer journal where you're just praying and writing your prayers out. I love that practice, especially this time of year also. So whatever it is, like when you feel like you're going through and using, really using, like look at that word, use, um, you're using the Bible in a way that doesn't feel good. Go to God, pray, talk to him about what's going on for you and, and what you know, what kind of beliefs you're untangling within yourself and see how he can just more deeply support you in helping you to understand how to use, <laughs> use work with your Bible, read your Bible every day um, in a way that's more beneficial and loving and in a way that really opens your heart up to really know the character of God and love him. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I would love to hear from you. So if you haven't yet, I would love for you to leave a happy review on iTunes. That makes um, it available for more people to see and listen to our show. I would be so grateful for that. And um, if you have any questions or need support or you would like to move forward with coaching or you just have questions about it, all of those links are in the show notes. I love you so much and I hope that this was a helpful conversation today. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd be so grateful if you take a few seconds, hop over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review if you've enjoyed these episodes. And it'd be so fun to just keep connected with you, hear your suggestions of things you'd like me to cover in the future episodes. And you can do that through DM on our new Instagram page at likethedove, or you can email me info at elizacc.com. Don't forget, we have a really amazing freebie for you in the show notes called the New Believer Resource Library. It's full to the brim with book recommendations, Bibles I use and love, and all kinds of links and support for your walk with God. I hope it helps you. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.